Well, don your smoking jacket and pop some blister cards. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 39, brought to you by Collector-Action Figures and ActionFigureBlues.com. I'm Ben, and with me tonight are... John. And Scott. We're three guys who hoard action figures, statues, and other items from the worlds of comics and pop culture, and we like them so much we made this podcast just to talk about them. This episode, our Toy of the Week is the Bowen Designs Captain America Action Statue, and our discussion is the Action Figure Blues Challenge. Gents, how are we this week? Awesome. Good. Awesome. Oh, awesome. All right. John, what have you been up to? Well, I had a uh, an article published over at uh, underscoopfire.com um, that I collaborated with some folks on on the top 25 play sets of all time. So I've been, ah, yes. I've been answering uh, as much uh, feedback as I can. You know, if they, people have been commenting stuff, I've been going over reading that. So that occupied part of my week this week. Have you received um, much hate mail? You know, I, I, uh, Howie over there, the, the editor, I, uh, I, uh, sent him a message not long after it came out. And I was like, you know, for the internet, I, I'm really surprised because, yeah. <laughs> um, we, we really didn't this time around. And the only thing that really people seem upset about is the, the omission of, uh, the vintage Cat Slayer from Thundercats. Oh. So, and I, was that a playset you know, or a vehicle? It was a playset. Okay. They look like a big, almost like a Sphinx thing, oh, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing is, I don't remember ever seeing it when I was younger. And I'm yeah. sure that's why I didn't vote for it. So, I think the problem you have with things like this is with well, with the feedback that you get on things like this is a lot of people are actually thinking more through nostalgia than than anything. It's um, yeah. You know, they might have, you know, I remember playing with it 30 years ago. I haven't seen it since. And yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I mean, there's some of that, but um, the way I kind of looked at it was, you know, is it either something that people just really want to have in their collections, or is it something like the the Buffy library where people have got it and, you know, it's a main part of their display, even though it may not be for Buffy or, mm. you know, yeah. those kind of things. I, I thought so. you guys nailed it. I was really impressed. Cause, you know, normally you go through those lists and, you know, have a few kind of points of contention, but I I couldn't argue with it. Yeah, yeah, I was I was really happy, so it turned out really yeah. well. Good job, very good, well done. Yeah, what about you, Scott? You definitely had an awesome week. Um, yeah. Well, what happened? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, on yeah. Wednesday, some weird guy followed me around Melbourne. It was a bit awkward, really. Um, looked a bit like you, Ben. He did. He did. Yeah. No, I yeah. caught I caught up with the wonderful Ben at my wonderful local comic shop, All Star Comics. And we had a coffee, and it was great fun. So thanks for making the time to say hello. Yes, and thank you. That was nice. It's, it's nice occasionally when our uh, respective employers send us to yes. the other person's city and you get enough time to actually catch up with people. The thing that I'm always um, 
amazed by when I catch up with someone from the you know kind of toy internet world etc in real life is that we usually end up talking about everything but toys <laughs> and stuff you know while you're chatting you talk about your life your family you know what's happening and um which is it's really refreshing so um yeah it was good fun um yeah. i i also just have to mention that i i don't have any donuts tonight because I am have got a piece of the most amazing chocolate mug cake that my doctor has baked this evening. Um, so I will be um, savoring that throughout the episode. And if you hear any um, little sounds of pleasure, don't think anything terrible. It's just me enjoying this yummy cake. Yeah, great for you. I actually yeah, have a nutty a nutty bar today. <laughs> and 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 what is a nutty bar? Oh, uh, a peanut butter buddy. It's uh, like wafers with peanut butter and covered in chocolate. A peanut butter buddy. Good grief. Well, I have absolutely nothing because I'm trying to maintain my girlish figure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, my week's been pretty, uh, other than a, an excellent catch-up with Scott, my week's been pretty busy but uneventful. So oh, I think maybe we should get started with some articulated news. Nico presents the Planet of the Apes action figures. Dr. Zaius, the orangutan scientist. Cornelius, the archaeologist. Zira, the woman scientist. The soldier ape. And the astronaut. All Planet of the Apes action figures sold separately by Migo. Well, as you probably know by now, before we get to our main features, we like to start each episode with a bit of news, and articulated news is, of course, where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world, and it's uh, we're not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just the stories that interest us, the things we like to collect, and uh, these are some of the things that have caught our eye this week. And, John, you're going to go first. Yeah, it's... Uh been a while since we've had some mini news at least a couple weeks i think um they've announced their um lineup for avx because i think there was some voting on that one as well right um and it looks like uh phoenix force cyclops made the cut the protector um scarlet witch and the um hulkbuster not hulkbuster uh which one is it? phoenix buster phoenix buster iron man which um Looks like a big yellow dot with legs. <laughs> no, sorry, I'm I'm completely calling shenanigans on this one. Uh, ab- absolute crap! Nobody, nobody voted for that Phoenix Cyclops. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I I challenge anyone to actually comment to the the podcast and say they voted for that figure. But remember that there was only a choice of six. I don't care. It's like so one of the uh, worst min- bold colossonaut or Phoenix Force Emma. I, I kind of wonder. Um, you can get him as an, a variant in Avengers Alliance on Facebook, and I'm wondering if people were trying to build their Facebook team. Mm, well, I think I'd rather take Colossus with no hair or the or, you know the hot blonde chick that's near naked over that. I mean. You know, one of probably the worst miniseries that Marvel's ever published with one of the worst characters ever devised. Sorry, I'm calling shenanigans. Which worst character? 
that Cyclops oh, thing, like thing. Yeah, just ugh. Or anyway, you could always like treat treat it like a, you know, forget AVX and just call it the um, Cyclops shoulder pads on fire variant. Mm, yeah. Well, it looks like yeah. they've got his other non-fiery version as well. His red bird top thing. <laughs> I don't know. Very technical descriptions here tonight. Mm. Let's Sorry, try I, keep the show I think, accessible, I, please. I, I, I Scarlet Witch discard from a miniseries, so I'll, I'll shut up as you were. <laughs> Scarlet Witch looks good though, and she I does I, actually. Pe- people are going to be buying that one up, I suspect. Yeah. Well, maybe if you didn't like that, we will we will go to our next bit of news, which is they also revealed their uh, series fifty pa- fan polls. Um, which they had voting on, and uh, and we, we reported on all the rounds of that, so we thought yes, we, we did bring the winners. Um, the winners for the main assault team, which are I su- would assume the good guys, uh, Cyborg Spider-Man with a, a cable-like arm and a Voltar-like uh, eyepiece, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Danny Ketch, uh, Ghost Rider. So the the blue natural yeah, gas yeah. Ghost Rider. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna get the uh that's what i always think when i see that it looks like natural gas uh, well you've ruined it for me forever now. <laughs> it's the environmentally friendly conscientious ghost rider <laughs> just for she that i have a... to eat a piece of cake <laughs> He rides a cow. That's where he's getting all the natural gas. From. <laughs> oh no! Mm, this Come on, good. Brimstone is just so yesterday. <laughs> oh dear! Uh, um, no, no more fossil. And fuels. it only gets better from here, folks. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> next, next up is the support team with Scott's favorite uh, songbird, which I know he voted for. Um, I did. That's not bad. No. no. If, if you've ever, I mean, I if you ever read Avengers Forever, um, like I, you know, I'm was not not a huge fan of that character until that um fantastic miniseries. But you know, I and also, I mean, she's about the only character that they offered that hasn't already been done that isn't stupid. So, yeah, like a normal yeah. character. Well, well, for the bad guys, we're getting uh. Um, Baron Zemo 2 and um, Onslaught which from Heroes Reborn or whatever it was back in the day back in the day back in the day with his big bat wings I I don't know I'm not an Onslaught fan so Um, (laughs) last up last up we get some cannon fodder (laughs) oh don't don't Uh, forget there's a Baron Zemo 1 variant well, I was getting to that. No, you weren't. You were not he, the cannon father, liar. He comes. He comes in the cannon father. No, he doesn't. He comes in perm. Goodness me! Can't you? Read I'm going to have to separate you two. Look at look at the headings. Perm- it says return. cannon fa- cannon father. A Corsman will be packaged with Zemo one and Zemo two. Yes, who is mentioned above in primary targets? Okay. Well, I was going to work it into cannon fodder. Okay. Well, please go ahead. Well, we're getting a Nova Corps course or Centurion, <laughs> which is everybody's, you know, favorite. So, and he will be packaged with a variant version of Zemo. Oh, wow. How cool. 
It's a bit unfortunate that you can't army build without getting that sort of second figure that you can't army build. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm wondering who the Ghost Trader's going to be with. That's going to be the... Yeah, I mean, the only one that I want is Songbird, so I'll be stuck with whoever... I actually wouldn't mind the, the Novacore one and the Zemo, so maybe them, but I mean, I'm not really interested in natural gas Ghost Rider, particularly now, um, or Onslaught, or that's just stupid, stupid Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, well, well, maybe if that, that news wasn't, wasn't as exciting as what you'd hoped. Um, mm-hmm. I saw something over at uh, Think Geek the other day, and uh, this has got to bring a smile to your face, because just in time for Christmas, you can get a Marvel uh, MODOK mug, which is basically a figural mug um, of MODOK, and the whole thing is his body, and it's got his little face there, and he looks very, very constipated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am so excited for this for two reasons. Because uh, the moment that I read the script and saw this in there, I have to confess I ordered this. <laughs> and but the, there there there's a there are two reasons why I ordered it. One because I just thought oh that's so cool. But two, I work in a workplace where no one has any respect for anyone else's mug. Mm. You just grab whoever's and like I like the people that I work with, but I don't like sharing cups. Yeah. And you know if I take my cup to work, I want that to be my cup. Um, so I. I, I'm taking this to work because, you know, no one can say, oh, look, sorry, I didn't know that was yours because hello. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, ne- you know, next year at my place of employment, I shall be carrying a motor cop around. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, no, no. I just think it's a very clever idea. I mean, if there was any Marvel character who is just asking to have a, a, a whole board in the top of his head, you know, to uh, put hot liquid in, then, you know, MODOK really is built just for that. I, I, yeah. tw- I tweeted this link to our friend Marjorie from Marvelicious Toys because she loves MODOK, and if she did not know about this mug, I'm sure that she would want to. <laughs> well, she is on Think Geek as much as I am, I suspect, oh, is she? okay, she's cool. always talking about them. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, they got some good. cool stuff. Very reasonable shipping to Australia, too. Really? Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Think Geek are quite good. Yeah, there's a guy at work who does an order about every three months, and uh, he asks anyone if they want anything because it just ends up being so much cheaper. And so every three months, this giant box arrives at work, you know, wow. just full of really cool geek stuff. So sitting on my desk, I have my um, my tinned unicorn meat. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very clever. Anyway, moving right along. Scott, what have you got? Yes, I've got a, a bit of Bowen news, as I want to deliver. And the first one, these are both interesting. The uh, Bowen has, as I mentioned before, um, has an extension of their current uh, phase with Marvel. So this is phase five. They're at the moment of the license. And before phase six, they were given an extension, which they're calling 5.5. So we're getting some releases in this that we may not have otherwise scene. And the first one I think is really interesting because they have shown designs for a uh, variant of the Ms. Marvel statue that they uh, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, um, which is the Captain Marvel version. So this is her brand new costume that's just um, come out in, in her Captain Marvel series. Also done by Jason Smith 
and also up as a digital uh, only at the moment. And Randy Bowen has said it's likely to be a site exclusive. Um, but, you know, I think this is interesting because, you know, Randy um, often doesn't seem to know a lot about what's happening in the current Marvel universe. He's more of a classic guy mm. yeah, and, yeah. you know, often shows a real lack of interest in producing anything modern. But then this, I mean, you know, I'd say this could be something that the sculptor actually just whipped up as opposed to him asking for it. But, um, you know, it is a, it's a very good looking, uh, sculpt. I, I'm not a hundred percent sold on the costume, although I am actually enjoying this series. Um, has always been a fan of the character. So I, I think this will actually do quite well. And there were quite a few comments from people saying, I looked up making an exclusive. I think it will do well. Um, so yeah, we, we'll see. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I just, you know, how many versions of, of Carol has the, uh, will there be once well, this the, comes out? Uh, the, the, there's a classic and modern action already out. And there is a modern museum coming. There's this, which they're calling Warbird version. There's this, and they've said there's a classic version of this as well. So they're certainly um, getting their mileage. I mean, you know, it 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 irks me only in that there, are, to me, there are some characters that you know are big gaps in the Bowen display um, that basically don't seem like they're ever going to get done. Um, and yet, then this character who probably you know has had five appearances in this version um, is mm. is going to come out. I find that a little bit interesting. Yeah, look, I can't even be bothered doing the whole speech of, you know, <laughs> I just, seriously, I just, I just, you know, yeah. you just kind of sit and wait and wait. I mean, I, it's almost as bad as the Red Hood getting an action figure. Um, yes, yes. Mm. Um, and then on right on the other end of that, we also have seen... Uh, actual sculpt of a classic crimson dynamo statue um and this is this is really interesting because this is really classic version oh it's his first appearance yes, like it is it is yeah. the, you know yeah so probably not something that a lot of people are actually familiar with um and i actually had to google the references myself because i'm much more familiar with the kind of uh, you know late 70s early 80s slightly more um beefed up version uh, but it, it's very good looking um it is a and this is one one of the reasons i mentioned the 5.5 extension is that people said oh is there a cla- going to be a modern version as well and randy bowen has said look the only reason this is happening now is because it was already made so no mm. i like it but uh, yeah when when I when Iron Man came out the first movie I went back I, I wasn't really familiar with them so I went back and I got um, the Marvel Essentials like Volume One and Two of Iron Man and and I really love those I mean I love that those really old you know um, origin story of, of Iron Man and and so you know the the villains are all a little more kooky back then and uh, yeah it's, it fits right in with that. I mean, I, I I find it an odd choice that they've picked. I mean, this is you know he this is the um the the Alex Nevsky um, Crimson Dynamo, and, and that's I think the the third iteration of the the Crimson Dynamo armor, and um you know it's it's the first of the streamlined um, armor 
because um, the the two previous ones were sort of um, you know ones appeared in things like Tales of Suspense, you know, pre Iron Man, um, and they were sort of the the huge clunky sort of similar to Iron Man type suits. But um, it's it's just not the version that people remember. I mean, even people my age, and I've been reading Iron Man mm. for a long, long time. Mm. Um, I don't remember that Iron Man. I mean, that Iron Man. You're talking, you know, something like Iron Man fifteen. Um, you know the the version that that I know, and I think pretty much ninety nine percent of us know is the um, and he's not even modern uh, by by no. sort of today's standards. No. Is is the the version with the the sort of the 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 gear um, the, the shoulder pads kind of thing. In, yeah, he's got these sort of yeah. the, the weird gears around his shoulders, and then on his forearms and his um and and sort of around his um, shins and that he's got the sort of the long thin tuby type stuff yeah. I don't know well this is a, a design that they have it was made by someone else as a kit that they have mm. then, that they have then bought and repainted but they've also redone the head because when you look at the the photo of the kit it has the more bullet shaped head mm. but then the one that they're producing is a bit more rounded which a few people have commented on um so yeah, I, I just I probably won't get this just because I'm buying a lot of Bowen stuff at the moment, and you know while we may never see another Crimson Dynamo um, statue, this just is not the version that st- that rings out to me. No, no, that character. Yeah, I think the one we're all all thinking of is um uh, is Dimitri, and that's the, he was about the fifth Crimson Dynamo, the one with the sort of the weird gear shoulder pad things and the, yeah. the strange well, tubey ratchety things they did a, they did a mini bust of crimson dynamo which i b- the one. believe yeah. was also based on a kit it was not one of um theirs as well and that's it's that version um yeah. which is but i've never i've i've always passed on that because to me it doesn't look bowen enough it looks like a, a kit you know, like mm. that. So it does a bit. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. so that, that's mm. my new. That's my news. It's not probably um, two items I probably won't be adding to the collection, but still interesting <laughs> to to chat about. Fair enough. All right. Well, I noticed this week there was uh, some new solicitations or some um, uh, sort of news in regards to some 2013. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or basic figures, uh, and you know, once again, we're starting to get the various turtle variants and things like that. And uh, but the good thing is, we're still getting a run on of new characters. Um, well, not new characters, but as in new figures. And uh, the two that really stood out were uh, um, Snakeweed, as they're calling him, but also um, Baxter Stockman gets a great looking action figure and. Wow, I'm really struggling not to start collecting these. Um, <laughs> when, when did really when did, when did Baxter Stockman turn from being a fly to Ironmonger? <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> the, the good thing is, it's it's a the Baxter Stockman figure is just fantastic. Um, I, I really I haven't seen any shots of it sort of in comparison with the, the basic figures, but if you've been watching the cartoon, he's actually sort of pretty um, pretty large. And if you're not watching the cartoon, you should. It is absolutely fantastic. In fact, uh, Mrs. Shake has really taken to it, and every week she says, more turtles, more turtles. Yeah, so, my, my kids are quite enjoying it. 
Yeah, it's very good. Uh, and of course, the other one is um, Snakeweed from the second or third episode. Yeah. That is awesome. That is such an awesome toy. Yeah, it is. He's kind of like this giant sort of praying mantisy kind of triffid thing, and uh, they've done him justice. He's actually another figure that's quite quite big. I think this is obviously the four inch line. Um, yeah. I don't believe it's the the six inch line. Oh, so. okay. I think, of course, you know, as usual, TNI doesn't actually mention the scale, uh, but I'm just going to guess that these are actually in the smaller scale. Hmm. So, because they do have that sort of sort of new look. So, um, yeah, they, they're pretty exciting stuff, and I'm I'm thinking I'm going to start um, cherry picking this line. And um, the other one I uh, noticed this week is uh, I've been giving him a bit of grief, but um, Diamond Select and their Star Trek figures. Um, we've had a couple of uh, releases in the last couple of months or solicitations. But, um, yeah, interesting. We sort of had the the classic Kirk, et cetera, and this time we've actually jumped right ahead to a Seven of Nine action figure. Well, action figure, Seven of Nine statue. It's a PBC statue. Oh, it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. which is weird. Yeah, I mean, it's look, I mean, all statues are essentially plastic anyway, yeah. um, but this one just seems to be a blatant PVC statue. And mm. um, I mean, look, she's a bit taller than normal, she comes in at nine inches rather than the sort of standard six inches, but it's got a recommended retail price of $45. And um, I guess you're sort of getting that somewhere in between statue and action figure sort of quality of sculpting. It kind of looks like Jerry Ryan, but to be honest, it's kind of hard to look at her face. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I, that my quibble is, it's not a brilliant likeness, mm, and no. uh, it's not as good as the. It, you know, they solicited a Borg line of action figures a couple of years ago that had a couple of random Borgs and then a seven of nine figure that were in scale with this the, the Star Trek stuff they've already done, and to me that was a superior likeness than this one, but it was cancelled. It never came out. The yeah. uh, the only seven of nine figure I have is the, the the playmates one, but they the first one they came out with wasn't her in this kind of outfit. It was her more borgy look, mm. more borgy mm. in the actual borg. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't actually mention anything of a a variant. I thought we might have got the brown costume something as a variant. I thought that'd be fairly easy to do. Hmm. But um, nice. yeah. it is actually. Yeah, it's got this sort of nice kind of borgy. Um, well, that's yeah. her charging station, I think. But what's weird is I thought that circle normally lined up with her head, so it looks like it's maybe a little out of scale. It couldn't be just the angle of the photo? Eh, it could be. Mm, no, that does look a fair way down. But... Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, good to see them still going strong with the uh, Star Trek license. And uh, one last little bit of news, and we said we'd keep people up to date, but um, you've probably been sort of sleeping under a rock if you weren't aware of this, and that is that Maddie's Castle Grayskull pleadathon has uh, finally come to a conclusion. <laughs> and the wonderful thermometer, which um, we know very little upon how it operates, has apparently reached the required number of... People to fork out obscene amounts of money for a uh, piece of cardboard. Mm. So the Castle Grey Skull has gone through, and uh, if you want to pop over to MaddieCollector.com and see the assorted fireworks and things that adorn the webpage, you'll see that 
Castle Grayskull has reached the required number of uh, pre-orders to go into production. So, and is that because you guys ordered? Uh, no. 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 Hmm, interesting. Um, uh, it's certainly one that I'm keen to keep up with the, the development and production. I'm quite keen to see what they do end up doing and what people actually think of it. And, uh, look, you know, hopefully it is a hit and it means that, um, you know, fans are showing their commitment to these sorts of things. I mean, you know, we as fans continually say that we want DCUC Batmobiles and play sets and big vehicles and that sort of thing. But when it comes down to it, how many of us do actually plonk down the hard-earned cash and, and I guess Maddie threw out the challenge and, yeah, we responded. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm very happy for the people that want this and if cost in space wasn't an option, I would want it too. But it's just, you know, you've got to look sometimes and just draw the line. And for me, too expensive, too much space. Hmm. You know, uh, the more I thought about that, the more I thought, you know, if they had just done a... Uh, the facade of the castle, you know, a, a quick vacuum form facade that was painted with maybe an opening drawbridge for 50 bucks. Mm. They'd have probably sold 10 times the amount. Mm. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Well, but it'll be, that's just me. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they go with this and whether other companies are paying attention. So <clears throat> Hasbro. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up Articulated News, and we'll be right back with the next instalment of the AFB podcast game, Name That. Well, now it's time for everybody's favourite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, please go and visit, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. So, over to you, John. Well, thank you very much, Ben. And last week we had a little bit of a tricky sound. It was a commercial, and it sounded like this. Hard rock can't stop your heavy metal drills, but the dreaded rock monster can. Get the Braconium before the rock monster gets you. That was close. And uh, I got to ask you guys, do you have any guesses? I know, Ben, you had some guesses early on, but I don't know if you came up with anything farther than that or not. No, I actually thought I nailed it straight up. I thought, hey, I've got this one, and then you went no, and I'm like, huh. What what did you guess, Ben? Oh, what did I say? It was the rock, rock monsters or something. From GoBots, right? Yes. I had nothing. I'm, well, I'm, still, I'm still spent by Glamour Gals, so I, I, I know. Yeah. There, there's actually a, a clue in there, and they're they're looking for Briconium. Uh, Briconium, which would be from a Lego Rock Rock Raiders set. Uh, and that's because it was more modern. Yes, nice, yeah. very nice. Yeah, well, good on you. Anyway, good, good to spread it around between some different properties. Yeah, so I thought I'd try something different. And, but the the Lego ones are always a little bit more generic, so they're a little easier to come up with. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, we'll move on to this week's sound, and it's going to sound a little bit like this. This battle in the history of the universe is about to begin. The Rulons! They're about to attack! Quickly, we'll have to trap them in the canyon! 
And well, we'll just have to make Scott edit that in one more time. Right here. This battle in the history of the universe is about to begin. The Rulons! They're about to attack! Quickly, we'll have to trap them in the canyon. And as always, if you think you know what this is, come on over to the Action Figure Blues forum and make a guess over there or hit me up on Facebook or any of the social medias and I'll, maybe I'll give you a hint. I'll tell you if you're wrong or not, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, good luck. Excellent. Oh, thank you very much for that, John. And coming up next is Toy of the Week. Mutant Warriors, Rattaro, Soldier Man, the Destroyer, battle against Lion-O and the new Thundercat allies, Hatchiman, Snowman, Tusker Warrior, the battle is on for the Sword of Omen. Thunder, 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 Figures and vehicles each sold separately from LJF. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments. We haven't seen it for a while, but this week, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy collectible in detail, and it might be a new release, or we might just talk about a favourite or bizarre item from our collection. And this week, Scott has Toy of the Week. So over to you, Scott. Well, thanks, Ben. This week, I'm going to be looking at the Captain America action statue from Bowen Designs. I have done a action statue before as Toy of the Week, which was the fantastic spinning hammer Thor. I didn't have a chance to do the Spider-Man action statue that came out recently, which is also a fantastic piece. But this one arrived within the last week or so, and I really could not pass up having a close look at it and using it as a Toy of the Week. Um Bowen has used the term action statue for a long time, and basically it means it's not a museum. The museum are the ones that are, you know, they're standing there looking like they're waiting to catch the bus. Um, the actions are in some sort of dynamic pose. But now that we've seen several versions of all of the headline Marvel characters, Bowen obviously needs to keep making them because they're the ones that pay the bills. And so they've been going back and doing them in what I would really call a deluxe action form with a bit more of a diorama piece or expansive pose. And the Captain America action statue certainly fits that bill. So this is sculpted by Randy Bowen himself, and it is a 14-inch tall statue of Cap astride some rubble in a, uh, a punching pose with shield in the air. And it is a quite a wide piece as well because it's he's meant to be, I guess, breaking through a, a brick wall and there are piles of rubble on either side. Um, but in response to some feedback that uh, people gave when this was being designed, Randy has made those removable. So you have a choice of displaying them with the rubble or without the rubble. Um, you know, to me, the rubble works really well, but I may end up having to remove it just from a space point of view because obviously it will take up a lot more space in the display with the, the bricks on. Um, there's a couple of things that I'm really interested in about the, the statue and that not so much from a design perspective, but from a paint perspective, they've gone with quite a dark blue on caps, um, outfit, which makes him look a bit more modern in a sense. Um, but the, the, the face to me is quite Kirby and I don't Mm. know if that is deliberate 
or not, but just the kind of more pronounced nostrils and um, the, the the way that the face is designed is actually more of a what I would consider to be a really classic cap. So it is a, a bit of an interesting contrast. I, I, I don't mind it. I mean, they have spoken about um, making a classic version with the lighter blue, but I decided not to wait for this um, because I, I'm happy with the pose and I think that, um, you know, it, it's fantastic. The one thing that I am still hanging out for is a Captain America statue in an action pose where you can actually see the shield when it's po- <laughs> when it's posed straight on. Uh, I mean, now this actually I think would work really well in a side pose where you can see the shield. But um, I have the same complaint with the Bucky Cap statue from Sideshow, where it was beautiful and the, the shield was fantastic. But unless you wanted to pose it with Bucky's back to you, you basically could only see the inside of the shield. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, so it's just something. I mean, and I guess you know they have to make those design choices, but it is a you know interesting thing because obviously the shield is such an important part of who he is, and unless you want to pose pose this in a profile view, you're not going to get to see it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Kind so, of surprised there's not a a throwing one, you know, where he's throwing the shield. Yeah, I, I mean, like out in front of him. Well, that that would be a way of getting it out there, wouldn't it? Yeah, because obviously I, I can understand why in an action pose like this they don't do that because it would block a lot of the sculpt if he ha- if he was holding it in front of him and it's probably not a particular action one but a way of doing that would be exactly what you're saying which I've never thought of before is to have him like he's about to to throw it. Yeah, I mean if you just took that right arm and sort of lowered it down and 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 moved it out away from his body a little bit, you could sort of have that sort of effect as if he's you know getting ready to release his arm. I mean, look, I, I agree. I think this is just a gorgeous-looking statue. I, I mean, I love Cap, and, and I came very, very close to pulling the trigger on this one, but there were a, a few sort of discussions and rumours on uh, on Statue Marvels about the um, the sort of the more classic one because uh, in addition to the, the darker blue, which is, of course, um, a more modern Cap, um, he has the, the pouches on his belt. Hmm. And so there was some talk about um, the classic version being the lighter blue and, of course, having no pouches. Hmm. So I was just going to sort of stick it out a little bit longer to see uh, if that one does eventually. Uh, well, look, I think it will because they are, um, you know, the Spider-Man action statue is getting a couple of different versions. There's going to be a black costume version as well. And I think the classic will come because obviously, you know, the, the more mileage they can get out of this, the better. Um, yeah, I, I thought that too. And then just decided, no, you know what? I'm, I'm happy with this as it is. Um, I got this through the statue Marvels store. And so it is, um, signed by Randy Bowen. And I, I wasn't, I just wasn't brave enough to lay it down to take a photo of the base, but it's actually quite cool because as well as him signing it, he's actually drawn a like profile of Cap's face on the oh, side cool. of, on the side of the base as well. Um, Excellent. Yeah. So, so you know that's how I've got my um, action spinning hammer Thor and my action Spider Man are all signed by Randy. So because Statue Marvels was offering this as well, I thought well. I don't think I'll hold out. I think I'll get this one and keep up that kind of little uh, pattern. Um, you know, and it's really worth it. It's, there's something, there's a real buzz about having, having you know, a piece that's signed by the sculptor and particularly when it's Randy Bowen. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, this is not the sort of thing that you can, you, you know, you can't just 
pop to the the nearest convention that Randy's attending and, and lug it with you to get signed. Uh, no, no. I've actually scored once an eBay purchase of a the the Beast Avengers Beast statue that came totally unexpectedly signed by Randy Rowan. It was like, well, <laughs> someone was selling it on eBay, and I, I would have to think that they didn't know. Because if I was selling a piece that was signed by the sculptor, I would definitely mention that in the auction. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was a huge surprise. That was before I had any of these, and I just you know turned it over to see what the number was, and was like, "Holy cow, <laughs> that's, that's Randy Bowen." <laughs> I think the one of the only things I, I really want to say you know to Randy about this statue is that I, I really hope one day there's at least you know more than one Captain America action villain statue to complement it um yes i mean you know we often see you know bad guys um matched up against the smackdown hulk statue and and now the spinning thor uh spinning hammer thor statue but i mean i know there's a a new cap uh sorry a new red skull in the works but I love the idea of there one day being an action Baron Zemo or Crossbones or, you know, somebody to um, to sort of match up against this piece. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to that Red Skull because it is, it's being designed, you know, specifically to go with this. Um, and it's also got kind of the really, the classic green full-on Nazi gear as well not the later black leather stuff mm-hmm. um you know but but i i agree i think that um you know good good, good fun and I, I love the thought that he puts into uh, these pieces and how they go together because that's probably you know one of my biggest complaints about sideshow is that you know most of the things that they do they're, they're done in isolation um yeah. but then you know, sometimes there's some real missed opportunities there. Whereas he he's often designing these pieces so that you know, if you want it on its own, fantastic. But if you want it to work together with these you know, the complementary characters, it's been designed so that it will definitely work, which is great. Yeah, and if anybody's willing to support me in a campaign to get a uh, Batrock action statue going, <laughs> and, um... look, you know, I I think that. In time, with this digital sculpting, um, you know, the, the way that things are working now, I, I think that, that those days are possible where you know, there's, even now they're putting things up for pre-order with only a digital sculpt. Mm. You know, what, what's to stop them from doing a digital sculpt of, you know, there's a discussion about Jubilee at the moment on the, the Bowen site where, you know, she's got a small but loyal fan base and Randy said, look, I don't know that she'd sell. And a couple of different people have said, well, why don't you just have it done as a digital sculpt and put it up for pre-order? And if it doesn't sell enough, then you don't make it. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously there's the, the cost is a issue there because the more, the less you make, the more expensive they are. Um, but still, I think that for some of those characters that are, you know, are probably not mainstream enough to sell a bundle, the truly dedicated fans would be prepared to pay more. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I think that, I think those days are coming. Um, hmm. yeah, but look, you know, this is, this is a great piece. It also has a, as well as the, um, two pieces of, a collapsing brick wall. It has some bits of, I don't know if it's like a busted up tank or, um, you know, an airplane, but there's some sort of camouflage, um, rubble 
there as well. And one of those pieces is also removable and has to be inserted. Um, and I, I, I find often that Thor's base had a, has a spear that, uh, not a spear, a sword that goes sword. in it mm-hmm. as well. And, um, I, I'm always very frightened by those things because <laughs> often because it's all rubble, it's hard to tell where it actually goes. So I'm there, you know, like looking on the internet trying to find it because you don't want to break it. You know, mm. my, my wife is looking at me going, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just trying to find the right place to put my piece of rubble in the statue so I don't break it. <laughs> um, but, you know, it definitely, it adds a lot. I, I want to say that the, the base on this, very, very clever. I love the fact that it's the vintage shield. Oh, yeah. oh thank you. Yes, yeah, it is shaped as the, the vintage cap shield. It's very, very clever. Thank you, John, for that. That, um, that is very clever. I love that, that fact. That's a neat I, little detail. And if you don't, um, mm. if you decide not to use the rubble, it also makes this a fairly, fairly economical for space. Um, in that, because obviously one of the things that can often be a downside of these action poses is that they take up a lot more space on the display shelf. But with that yeah, shield absolutely. shape, if you don't have the rubble there, you, you can fit a number of statues around this. Um, quite easily, which I suspect is how this is going to end up, because what I'm trying to do at the moment is uh, I've got the Spider-Man action statue as the center of a Spidey shelf with some of his villains, etc., around, and now that I've got this, I'll be gathering together a cap shelf, and uh, in order to make that work, the rubble may have to go. <laughs> so, we'll Fair enough. we shall see. And those those biceps look familiar. Well, look, I did notice that someone had added to my list of notes that the biceps were just like Ben's. Um, I agree. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a typo, so I just wrote "lol," hmm. and I wasn't going to say anything. But there you go. Thanks for adding that, Ben. Not a problem. Not <laughs> a problem. <And laughs> any final comments? Uh, only to give a dolly rating. And I am going to say nine. Mm. Nine. And why nine? Nine dollies. Why nine? I think partly the not being able to see the shield thing. Just, you know, is a little bit of a, you know, it's it's fantastic. But if I was going to change something about it, it's such an iconic bit of him. I want to, you know, I want to see it. And, um, you know, I, I do think that the blue is quite on the dark side, as in the shade, not the force. Um, and, uh, you know, which is, it's obviously not a major thing because I bought it, but I just, I wouldn't go 10 for those reasons. And also, I don't want Justin to get mad at me for giving a 10. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much for that, Scott. And that wraps up the Toy of the Week. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. From across the galaxy to battle the evil Decepticons comes the ultimate Autobot hero, Optimus Prime. Transforming from big rig into powerful robot, he's the greatest Autobot warrior of them all. With a hidden battle platform, twin rocket launchers for double the damage, and a light and sound power pack for real battle action. And when Optimus talks, I am Optimus Prime. The Decepticons will run for cover. Transformers! Transformers Generation 2. Optimus Prime is all you see here. Well, we're all here because we collect, so Feeding the Addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders that we've made. So, guys, anything exciting this week? Scott, what have you picked up? Uh, well, 
In my trip to All-Star this week, I got the DC Collectibles new 52 Cyborg and Wonder Woman figures. So the new 52 Justice League is now complete. The I haven't opened any of them because I've kind of been waiting until I got the lot to decide if I was going to keep them or not, but I think I will. Um, Cyborg's great. He's great. He's actually a great figure um, and a good fun. Wonder Woman's great too, but the DC Collectibles has made a conscious decision to move to flesh-colored uh, plastic rather mm. than paint, and um, I don't like it. Yeah. So yeah, I've heard a lot of critiques about that. Yes. I actually read a, a Q&A with them where they talked about that and said that you know, the reasons why they did it, and that's that's all sound, but I just I, – I, I feel like it takes a little tiny bit away. So in a yeah. character like that where there is a lot of flesh, you notice it a bit more, but very good sculpt. All, all of these new figures have been beautifully sculpted, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, within the limitations of the designs. So, you know, some I like more than others because some of the designs I don't like, but um, th- th- they're good figures for sure. And, yeah. um, and now that I've got them, I have to get a parademon. <laughs> I just thought I really like uh, that figure is so cool, and I've seen it. They're, they've been sitting around at Minotaur in Melbourne for ages, um, but I've thought oh, I'll wait till I decide I'm keeping these or not. Because if I'm not keeping them, then I don't need a parademon. But now that I'm keeping them, I need a parademon. So, uh-huh. so you're going to get the the seven foot tall dark side? No, uh, no, nah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You fence sitter, you. <laughs> I know. And then the other thing that I got was um, the our Lego Advent calendars for this year that the kids will start using on the first of December. Ah, yes. And well, they they don't know yet, so um, don't listen, kids. But I got <laughs> the the eldest one who is a Star Wars fan. I got her the Star Wars one, and yeah. then the youngest one who likes horses. Um, I got her the Lego Friends one. So, oh, cool. yeah, so, yeah. And, the, and they both arrived this week, which was great. So we're all ready for Lego Advent now. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. All right. John, anything for you this week? No, I picked up some stuff and looked at it and put it down and <laughs> walked away. Yeah, that, that doesn't count, John. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Almost is still a no. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with oh. you? You're not buying anything. I know. I just, they, they, you know, it's like that weird... Because Black Friday's coming up here after Thanksgiving, and I, just people aren't stocking stuff, I think, that I want. I don't know. So it's been kind of weird. When is Black Friday for all of our, our non-U.S. listeners? It'll be this coming Friday, so it'll be... Uh, and Sorry, that, what, what is that it? Will, that'll be the 23rd of November? Yes. Very good. And what, what is this is a day of lots of sales, right? Yeah, and it, okay. I think they somebody said that Walmart's opening at like nine or ten Thursday night now, mm. or something crazy. I don't even know. Now My I mom think they're sig- going to be here, so. Ah. Go. But the significant thing about Black Friday—that's that's usually the bricks and mortar retail stores in the U.S. But uh, isn't the isn't the following Monday the the sort of digital? Yeah, Black they call Friday? it Cyber Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, so Monday the 26th of November, we should all keep an eye on our, our favourite online retailers. Well, interesting to note that 
for the first time ever, they're doing the cyber. I think that's actually going to be Tuesday, though. But like a, a cyber sale thing in Australia. Mm, they are yes. Yes, I don't, I don't know if it's a Monday or a Tuesday thing, but it's been all over our news that that's going to going to happen here. So mm. probably not with anything that I'm interested in buying. But there you go. Yes, there's there's still normally have pretty good sales, and like a lot of places, will put stuff out, you know, for whenever they open, that are just like a phenomenal, you know, like a TV for fifty bucks or something, you know, and people run in and, and grab those things right away. Oh, but they're normally yeah. they're normally so so crazy that it's just not even worth, you know, people get into fights and, you know, it's just it's not worth it to me. Yeah. We, we've had that in Australia where the staff have actually been given um, protective uh, equipment to wear, like helmets and knee pads and things, because in the past they've actually been knocked over. Oh, I can see that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I had a few purchases today, actually. Uh, no action figures or statues. Uh, these are actually the round, shiny variety. Um, and that is that uh, one of the, the or probably the biggest retailer uh, of, of audiovisual uh, um, stuff, including CDs and DVDs, etc., JB Hi-Fi, um, which is sort of all around the country in Australia, um, they actually had a, a sale uh, on the, the, the weekend, and uh, it wasn't one that was really sort of advertised, but because I'm on their email list, I got the email to say that there would be 20% off, and I just kind of sort of took a little bit of advantage of that one and kind of spent um, a whole lot of money today and uh, yeah it was worth it <laughs> I kind of came home with um, you could probably say a, a craptillion blu-rays <laughs> so define exactly a craptillion please um, even with a 20% discount, I still spent over $500. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Okay, look, you know what? I'm giving I'm you a... the craptillion. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, it's yours. I, I was a sucker for for a deal. Um, well, well, look, I'll give you just an example. But I, I've been keeping an eye on the complete... Um, Twilight Zone. So this is the original Rod Serling series, and uh, it's it's come and gone a few times. You, you get this sort of definitive edition in this nice box, etc. And they um, they ended up doing a Blu-ray version where they completely remastered um, all the original episodes. So they redid all the audio and cleaned it up and um, all that sort of thing. And they even did things like um, they took some of Rod Serling's um, university lectures that he did and when they were about a specific episode they've actually made those as commentaries so you can watch the episode and listen to you know rod's um you know sort of commentary on on that particular episode and um like i've got very fond memories of this show i mean there's so many amazing actors and and also the writers for it as well but the um the blu-ray set is not cheap and uh i think on amazon us uh it normally sits at about four hundred dollars for the set and it's currently on sale for about two hundred and I think two hundred and thirty-five dollars or something, which is just ridiculous. But yeah. I ended up picking it up today for one hundred and fifty. So that's um, some ninety-six episodes or something like that. So and that was just a, a steal as far as I was concerned. Hey, I and, just, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. You're I right? just remembered something else I got, <laughs> but I don't want to interrupt you. Well, no, just one of the other significant ones was I don't know if um, uh, if our 
listeners in the US have seen this particular version, but um, the Indiana Jones box set recently came out on Blu-ray. And uh, I was watching it, and uh, I was getting ready to buy it. Uh, it was inevitable that I would get it, but then I'm glad I didn't get it straight away because they actually released a version which is a, a sort of a deluxe version that comes... The box is actually shaped like the Grail Diary. Oh, wow. And, oh, uh, yeah, cool. yeah, for about an extra $20, you basically get um, a whole mess of stuff. There's things like um, there's a series of postcards, um, there's a film cell, there's, there's an actual replica of the diary. So you can it's like a 120-page replica of the diary that you can flick through. Um, there's also a, um, I think it's like an A3 or A2, uh, a replica of the, um, the the shield etching, you know, when he, he puts the piece of paper over the shield and does the, the charcoal, um, you know, image of the the knight's shield and the mm. tomb under the library, etc. So there's a, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff. There's some Club Obi-Wan matches and things like that. And so I was watching that as well, and that came out, and I was all keen to buy it. But then, you know, with 20% off, and, you know, what's a guy to do? <laughs> that's right. Yep. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I've got a replica of that a non-official one, the grail rubbing. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's, that, yeah. that's a neat, neat, neat piece. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to go look for that now. Because I don't think I've seen that set. Yeah, but it was um, it was a it was a bit of a steal. I know it was originally a an Amazon UK release. Like I didn't see it on the American Amazon, but I saw it on the um, the UK Amazon, and I was getting ready to buy it. And then, uh, sure enough, it turned up here in Australia. So, so yeah, I got a, a whole mess of stuff. So very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, if no one has any other items oh, to report, oh wait, I do, oh. I do. Wow, someone actually does. <laughs> I, I remembered something. Um, now, don't, this is a, a Christmas present I got from my daughter, so you can't tell her, okay? Okay, you're right. Everybody out there, are you listening? Oh, I'm going to have to unlike her on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> um, my eldest daughter is a very big Flash fan, and she's reading the new Flash. Oh, wrong Flash. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Savior goodness. of all of us. Uh, and, and she's reading the new Flash series and loving it. And I found and got her a, uh, it's a Francis Manipal print of Flash, but it's actually signed by him. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that arrived really nicely patched from an eBay seller um, this week, and I'm going to get it framed for her for Christmas. Nice. Yeah, she's already got, um, there's a an artist that sells these prints at All-Star Comics that are like a, a composite of a hero and villain face together. And they had a Flash and Captain Cold that she bought with her own money, and we got that framed. So this will go very nicely next to it, and she's going to freak out. <laughs> uh, excellent. Can I come to your house for Christmas? Uh, sure, we won't be here, but um, go for it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. But All right. We will have a very scary house sitter, so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. That's not your mother, is it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I said scary, not terrifying. Fair enough. All right. Well, if no one has any other items to report, it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this bizarro world? 
Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or worse. And handing out the penalty this week is John. So once again, over to you. Well, thanks again, Ben. Um, I came across a uh, bootleg DVD of the Avengers this week from <laughs> China. And on, Sorry. on first, <laughs> I'm laughing already because it's so bad. <laughs> on, on, at first glance, it looks fairly passable. You know, you got Samuel L. Jackson picture on it, and the Avengers is the best superhero movie of all time, as a quote from the New Yorker. Um, but it, it starts to go astray from there because the text on the back starts. <laughs> is Captain America in Frozen a few years later, wake up. Um, <laughs> I, I don't even want to read the whole thing because it, it's so, so hard to read. Um, oh, you have to though. Okay. The, the, wor- the, the world, the world is not what he used to familiar appearance, various types of evil opponent to emerge in endless stream. The whole society turbulent, she relies on a person's power is unable to save the world. So if uh, Ben would like to pick up from there. Oh man, that's just, uh, on, which bit did you finish? Um, start with. So, Oh gosh, I've lost it. So now. the United States of America, Captain <laughs> Iron Man, Thor, the Hulk and other superheroes together, consisting of the history of the most powerful Avengers team, the common good and evil fighting for peace. Stocks come from uh, no stocks come unexpectedly powerful evil forces on Earth caused a deadly threat. No uh, superhero alone can resist long term commitment. <laughs> the Global Safety Shield Board was the commander. Be taken by surprise. The one-eyed man, Nick Ferrui, realizes he must. Hey, I. You know what? I don't. I think this is unfair to blame this on the Chinese. I'm pretty sure this was done by Siri. <laughs> oh. Well, this that that Global Safety Shield Board that explains the whole Kelecarrier thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's so thin. It's a surfboard. That's right. I get it now. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Or maybe maybe Iron Man made it. That's an ironing board. Oh. This this oh. really is um this is really not uncommon for the, the, the bad Chinese bootlegs where they just you know, it's it's whichever one of their motley crew who's busy running all the burners has the time to put together some texts on the back. Um, I mean, I, I've picked up some dodgy bootlegs in the past, and uh, one of mine actually sums up the entire movie on the back. It starts off saying, you know, this boy named such and such, and then such and such, and then at the end, he dies. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, they're just dreadful. Oh, okay. so. I, I love the fact that where they're listing the heroes, the only one that has a capital for the name is Thor. <laughs> bizarre, bizarre. That was a, a great red card. But the thing is, when you mention those names, it's it's not actually, um, you've got Iron Man Thor, but it's so the United States of America captain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I wonder if Captain Britain would be the United Kingdom. Of Britain. Captain. Captain. <laughs> Uh, that's dreadful. That is a good one. Most excellent. Well done, John. And the one-eyed man. Don't forget the one-eyed man. <laughs> it sounds like the villain of the piece. All right. Well, coming up after that well-deserved fail is our discussion topic of the week. 
The name is Max. I'm a skater blader. One slice for me and it's... See you later. Chester is my name and I like food. I like to squeeze bad guys with my wrestling moves. My name is Angus. Gus to my pals. I'll make anything into an arsenal. Cornelius is my name. Sam, rise my thing. Fight like a warrior, sing like the king. They call me Cliff and I like to climb. Put the drop on bad dudes anytime. We're the Stone Protectors. Our stones of power glow. Well, now it's time for our discussion topic of the week, and this week we're doing something a little different. We are doing the inaugural Action Figure Blues Challenge, and I'm throwing over to the Quizmaster, John. Well, yep, this week we're going to try something a little different. We are going to put the uh, mental aptitude of Ben and Scott to the test, and we are going to play a Jeopardy-style game. And uh, these two are going to go head-to-head and find out who has the more uh, useless knowledge. So, oh, well, hello. I think Ben has already won that, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, hang on. No, so, hang on. That's that's derogatory my way, isn't it? Hmm. Um, no, I don't know. Not really. No. I mean, you're, you're um, yeah. Well, maybe. So uh, just to let everybody know, we got four categories today, each with three levels, 100, 200, and 300. Um, we'll call them uh, AF, AFBB points um the categories for today are points of articulation name the line batman comics and podcasts so uh we'll take turns and uh one after or we'll take turns and uh actually we won't take turns i'll throw a question out and uh (laughs) there will be no turns (laughs) yeah there'll be no turns no turns for you no no turns are Um, off (laughs) we we will play this like jeopardy um once a category is picked, we'll ask a question. If you get the question right, you get the points. If you don't, you lose the points. And when we're all done, we'll have one final question where you get the wager. Gentlemen, are you ready to go? Uh, ready as I will ever be. Indeed. Okay. Well, Scott, we're going to give you the choice of the first category. Okay. I'll take podcasts and for 100. Podcasts for 100. Okay. Now, um... We need to have some buzzers here Ooh. before I ask this. Oh, yeah. Uh, how, how would you like to buzz in? What noise would you like to make? Oh. Would you like a, a, a woof for the Scotty dog? or? Um, sure, I'll woof. Woof! Okay. Yeah. Uh, ben? <laughs> ben, what, what sound would... Okay. <laughs> that works. Man, I don't have any noise making things here. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no, I'll just wolf. It'll take too much time. <laughs> okay. Nervous. Okay. So, the first one is podcast for 100. Gentlemen, get ready. Your buzzer's ready. This podcast features segments such as feeding the addiction and red card. <laughs> I win. Scott. Uh, the Action Figure Blues podcast. You are correct. Oh. 100 points. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I'll take podcasts for 200. Okay. Podcasts for 200. Get over to my other page here. The AFB podcast has been given shout-outs on what gunslinging podcast? Oh, woof. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Scott? Oh, dang. I know the dude's name, but do I know the podcast name? It's the final... Final... Final Shot Saloon. We'll give it to you. 
Yeah, Clint will be very happy to hear his name mentioned. So you're. Uh, What's it, what, is that? What it's called? Yes, that is. Oh, it is the final, final shot, shot saloon. saloon. Woohoo! So. I'm awesome. Jeez. Oh, I'll take podcast for three hundred. Okay, we will go to the podcast for three hundred question. Yes. And it it is Kevin Smith hosts this Batman centric podcast. Uh, uh, I've heard it mentioned somewhere. Um, uh, yeah, Kevin Smith doesn't really uh, exist in my uh, universe, so that's a bit hard. Um, 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 oh, uh, uh. <laughs> you guys gonna pass on yeah, this one? The, yeah. What's, what's uh, the time? Um, the time limit here? Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't actually think that you guys wouldn't be able to get any of them, so I didn't put a time on it. Um, <laughs> um, oh, isn't that something? Probably something. Oh. Yeah, it's. Um, I'll give oh. it. Oh. Something about e- fat men. Okay. Okay, you got any more? <gasps> Woof. Fat. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Ben, ben was still answering. Okay, okay. Um, give something about fat man and Batman. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Because it's it's Fat Man on Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh, wait, that, that, t- that tied it up because that was 300. Oh. Yep, that tied it up. So, Ben, now that you've got a question right, um, you get to pick the next category. <laughs> and amount. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, John, I would like points of articulation for 100, please. Okay, how points of articulation works is I will give you a toy line, and you will tell me how many points of articulation it oh, has. Oh, who are we doing? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you, you picked uh, for 100, correct? I did indeed. Okay, so the points of articulation for 100, tell me how many points of articulation in this line. Hero clicks. Oh, I think he just edged you there, Ben. Uh, I, I got to go with Scott on that. Zero. And that would be correct. Yay! I'll take points of articulation for 200. Okay. Points of articulation for 200. How many points of articulation does a basic figure from the Simpsons World of Springfield line have? Ben. Oh, I'm going to go with... Three? Oh, wah, wah. <laughs> wah, wah. I have no idea. It's actually uh, four. The oh. waist, both arms, and the head. Oh, I forgot the waist. Jeez. Oh, the waist. Oh, jeez. The waist. It's so, Scott, it's uh, oh, well, still... Look, let's, let's, still... let's go points of articulation for 300. Okay. This one's a little harder. Oh, great. Point, how <laughs> many points of articulation does a basic figure from the Micronauts line have? Uh, woof! Scott? I don't know, but I'm going to say five. That would be incorrect. Uh, dang! I'm going to go with... Uh, he hasn't uh, played his buzzer. Can I say, is this the original series? Yes. How about 22? 
I went, and when I counted, I got uh, 14. <laughs> Where'd um, you get 22 from? <laughs> no, there was um, there was head, two two directions of the shoulders. There was the um, the the weird sort of waist ab thingy. Then, of course, because their um, their feet actually rotated. Ah, oh, yeah. I count. I counted the the ankles twice, but they just had the did you um, actually the ball add that joint. up in your head. I did, yeah. Grief. I actually counted the ankles twice, and I counted the wrists twice. Huh. Well, since since you both missed it, I will not deduct any points from anybody for that <laughs> okay, one. Okay, fair enough. How's that? Yeah, it sounds good. So, is it back to me for the um? Yeah, because okay. nobody got that one. Uh... <laughs> uh, but, so we have, yeah. just just to let you guys know, um, Scott is leading with 400 points and Ben has 100. Let's go name the line for 100. Okay, name the line. I'm going to list some uh, character names and you have to name the line. Okay. Okay? Yep. Ben, are you ready? I am. Hands on your buzzers? Or whatever Scott's doing. I don't want to know where his hands are. Um, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, for 100, Ravage, Scorponok, Ben. Uh, what is the Transformers? Ben is correct. Yay! Hoorah! <laughs> well, let's keep this rocking. <laughs> um, can I please have Name the Line for 200? Name the Line for 200. Here we go. Century, Maximilian, Old Bob, Ben. What is the black hole? Oh, that is correct. He's on yeah. the roll now. I, I once you said Maximilian, I knew, and then like, <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it rocking. Let's go name the line for three hundred, please. Okay, here we go with the three hundred point question. Strongheart, Elkhorn, War Duke. Uh, uh, no. Um, ben, you think you got anything for this one? War Duke is ringing a bell. Um, 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 um. Oh, woof! Oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> I, I, I woofed, I woofed. You woofed. Dungeons and Dragons. It is Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> You're just Googling. No, no, no. I'm too, I'm too, too honest. Too honest. I'll have to erase the typing sounds from the podcast. <laughs> no, no. I'm not, I'm not Googling. I'm too honest. Too honest. Okay. We are left with Batman comics. Okay. So, um, Scott, pick a point value. Oh, well, we'll just 100 will be symmetrical. You know. Okay. In the early 90s, Batman paired up with a new... Well, maybe not quite new, but a new version of a partner to fight crime on an Indian reservation. Who was the partner? On an Indian reservation. And this quote or quote unquote partner stayed around for a number of episodes after or a number of issues after that. In in the wind, sorry? In the wind. Did you was there a did you say at the beginning of the question, did you say a time period or no? In the early nineties. Oh. Did you say Indian? Indian, yes. Indian. Uh, uh, Definitely no idea. Uh, I straight away think of 
You guys ready to call it a a, a pass? Yeah, I don't want to lose any money. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is Ace the Bat Dog. He actually oh, um, was grief. out in in the western United States and, and came across an oh. old Indian and picked up base out there. <laughs> that's I'm, I'm, if that's the one hundred, I'm scared. <laughs> okay, well, I think they might actually be easier. I may not have put these quite in the right order. <laughs> All right, well, let's do 200 then. Okay. In a crossover with what major sci-fi franchise did Batman travel to the Guatemala-Mexico border? Ben. What is Alien? Yes, that is correct. In the, the first Batman vs. Alien series. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Now, before this final question, can we get a, a tally, please? Yes. Before the final question, Scott has 700 points and Ben has 600. Oh, tense. Tense. Mm, nervous. Okay. But remember, we have one final question after that, so you could still, you could still win. Okay. You guys ready? Yes. Okay, here's the final question. Batman scarred the face of what Image Comics anti-hero with a battering? I hear typing. <laughs> I was not having a seizure. Yeah, that's not typing. I'm too busy going, oh, I want to say something, but it's just total guess because I have no idea, so I'm not going to say it. I'm thinking that it's probably one of the... Nope. Just... Do, you, do you want to do you want to take a chance on three hundred dollars or do you want to pass? I'm passing. Um, oh, I just want to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I've got a um. I, I mean, I've got a, a pretty strong guess, but oh, have uh, a, have a go. Uh, let's just go for it. Okay, go for it. Um, who is Deathblow? No, I'm sorry. Who, I, well, I'll ask that. Who is Deathblow? Never heard of him. <laughs> you're you're going to kick yourself when I tell you the answer. The answer is Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> I hate your Batman questions. Spoon. Spoon. Spoon? <laughs> Terrible. Damn it. Okay, so the, okay. the tally at this point, please. The tally at this point? Hang on. Yeah, yeah. I have to put Ben's last incorrect response is. Yeah. Uh, Scott has 700 points. Ben has 300 points. Yeah. So think about your wager carefully and tell me how much you'd like to wager on your knowledge of 80s what? cartoons. Oh. Or not 80s cartoons. Classic Saturday morning cartoons. All of it. Ben's going with all of it. <laughs> I'll wager 50. 50? Jeez. That's the, that's the game, dude. Jeez. Let's just pull up. Okay, and here we go. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask the question, and I will ask for 
both an answer from both of you. And if you get it right, I'm trying to think of how we can do this without one of you hearing the other one. Oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, well, I mean, well, yeah. Just type it in Skype. Oh, that's yeah. not a bad idea, actually. Wait a minute. We can both see what each other types in Skype. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I will take your word for it, okay? What do you mean? Well, hang on here. Uh, Wait a minute. Scott? Yeah. You type in Google. Ben, you type in Skype, and nobody look at the other one. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so we're, I'm typing in Google. You'll, you'll type it just under the yep. the discussion topic. Yep, there awesome. we go. Okay. Woohoo. Ben? Yes. Are you ready in Skype? I am. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Tundro was part of what cartoon and later became a toy? Tundro. <laughs> uh, dear. <laughs> One of the ugliest characters ever. Oh, oh, oh. How do I get to the thing where I can see the Skype conversation? Oh, hang on, I'm oh, trying, to, oh, I trying do. to talk quietly. I... You should have my answer. And mine. Oh, I don't know what I just did, but <laughs> it wasn't right. Uh-oh. And both of you gentlemen have entered Herculoids, Yay! which is actually correct. Yay! So, <laughs> um, with a total of 750 points to Ben's 600 points, Scott wins the first inaugural AFB challenge. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> Those Batman questions were killer. Well, I figured you guys would want some comic questions, I so I, I. But they weren't—they weren't proper comic questions. <laughs> Ace Spawn and aliens. Good grief! I thought one of them was really good. <laughs> the one that you got right. <laughs> I got—I got zero Batman questions right. And that's, ter- that's terrible. I'm the DC guy. Hello. Who doesn't? Who doesn't know Ace? I didn't read comic books in the 90s. Ah, <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, very well, that, fun. Ex- that, that, that explains why you didn't get the spawn either. No. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it was, I, like, it's very difficult to resist the temptation to Google, not from a cheating perspective, just because you want to know. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, oh, I'm like, oh, wait, no, I can't. <laughs> Well played, well played. That's yeah, good well, fun. Thank well, you so much, John. Well played, everybody. I, you guys did a great job. Yay! And, uh, thanks for As a Jew, thank you very much for putting that one together. Yeah. We shall uh, hopefully revisit that in the near future. Great. Yes, I have built I have built a spreadsheet specifically for doing this. So, um. <laughs> Well, this has been yeah, good fun because we've had we've been thinking about some new segments for a while and just waiting for the opportunity, and we had you know, absolutely amazing toy facts um, last week, which was, I think, fantastic and highly successful. And now this, which, you know, has been in the wings for a while. So great stuff, guys. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Very good. All right. 
Well, that wraps up our discussion topic, and uh, we'll come back in a moment with some feedback before we wrap things up. You can make them fly or jump, or crash your wall. Superhero action figures over seven inches tall. Each sold separately. Superman, Batman, Incredible Hulk. You can make them do their thing. Even make Spider-Man slide down a string. Lots of action for one and all. Action figures over seven inches tall. These superhero action figures each sold separately. Batman, Superman, Incredible Hulk, and Spider-Man each sold separately by Mego. Before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you may just hear it read out. And I've got our first piece of feedback tonight, and that comes our way via iTunes. Now, we mention it every week, and uh, user Human Singularity has left us a great review. He says, or she says, uh, far-ranging topics from all over the world of toys match the international cast. Wonderful to hear fans from opposite sides of the world sharing a common passion for collecting. And gave us a a five-star rating, so thank you very much for that. Fantastic. (laughs) That was on iTunes US, by the way. Ah, very cool. Yeah, thank you, America. Yes, and uh, another piece of feedback we had, and this one's from uh, Clint Felton on uh, Facebook, and he asks, why does John sing in a shower? Okay. Earlier this week. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Earlier this week, um, I I, I walked outside, or I didn't walk outside. We were watching The Voice, I think. And Mrs. Nerd was on the couch, and she didn't want to get up. And well, normally when the voice is on, I'm like I said, I think last week I'm addicted to Avengers Alliance. So um, I've sorry, been playing. I just need you to rewind. What is the voice? Um, it's a singing competition. Oh, okay. And uh, so they come on every week, and they got different judges, and it, it's one of those competition shows. It, it's it's not bad. Yeah, cool. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, so. She's watching that, and she goes, hey, the dogs need to go out. Can you take the dogs out? And I left my Twitter window open on the laptop next to her on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and I come back, and people are laughing at me, and I don't really know why. Because <laughs> apparently it said, I like to sing show tunes in the shower. <laughs> yes. Bad yes. Mrs. Nerd. Bad, Mrs. bad. Mrs. Nerd type that. Mm. Yeah. Well, she did it two nights in a row, and I can't remember what the other one was, but uh, yeah. So that's hilarious. Uh, very yeah. good. Um, we also had that's a message from, from <laughs> a message from Brad Hassett, and uh, Brad asks: Is uh, other Nickelodeon TMNT figures coming to retailers like Kmart and Target in Australia? And that's a very good question, Brad, because as I mentioned earlier, um, I'm borderline, uh, you know going and collecting these figures, but I really would like to get um, get a look at some of them in hand just to sort of decide whether or not to go ahead. So seeing them locally in Australia would um, go a long way to helping me decide. So, But no, I don't have any information on that, and uh, we've tried to talk to people at Kmart and Target and Toys R Us in Australia in the past, but it's, um, it's kind of like talking to a post, really. They don't seem to understand the, the concept of collecting and collections they just sort of order lines on a form and so no i don't have any information on that one unfortunately i have seen them in uh brisbane at a toy world and also in a comic shop um so i guess if individuals are in bring them out then you know that the, i have i have seen them in person um but i i don't I, 
the six inch figures just do not seem to be at retail in Australia. Um, so and I, I think Eli said he picked some up from King's Comics. Yep. So I guess check out your local um, specialty stores first. Yeah. yeah. All right. Brad, Brad's, a, Brad's a good Melbourne boy, by the way. Oh, there you go. Oh, all good. Thanks for listening, Brad. Indeed. And uh, that brings us to the end of episode number 39 of the Action Figure Blues podcast. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. You'll be able to download future episodes of the podcast by going to actionfigureblues.com and clicking on the podcast tab or by subscribing at iTunes. And if you do go to iTunes, as we mentioned, please take the time to leave us a positive rating and review, just like Human Singularity did. And when we're not podcasting, blogging, or singing in the shower, or doing other assorted hobby-related activities, you can find all of us on the Action Figure Blues Forum at afbforum.com. There you'll find Scott posting as Scotty, John posting as Engineer Nerd, and myself, Ben, posting as Fish Milkshake. And we really do love hearing from all of you out there, so if you've got any comments or suggestions for Toys of the Week or discussion topics or red cards, you can do it by emailing podcast at actionfigureblues.com or just by joining the AFB forum and telling us there. You can also follow Action Figure Blues on Twitter, at AFBlues, and like the Action Figure Blues page on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. All right, guys, it's been fun. Thank you very much for your company this evening. Oh, our pleasure. Well, <laughs> I, I, have to make a, I have to make a note here. Mrs. Nerd heard last week me sign out with the the customary thing i'd been signing out with and she said it was lame <laughs> so um I, I am on the search for a new tagline so if you guys have something uh make sure to let me know because i will i'm on the look for, look out for a new tagline yeah. well okay. i i'm saying good night to uh columbia this week um, but not just to random columbia i've got a friend there who um has been there for years and years running a um, charity dental thing for kids that can't afford it, and uh, she's awesome. So, go Anita, go Columbia. <laughs> Fantastic, <laughs> excellent. All right then, guys. Thanks very much. We'll should do this again next week. Pleasure. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Don't forget to have John Spader neutered. That's right. <laughs> oh wait, I got that wrong. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Bye. Corrigan. <laughs> <laughs>this week I'm going to be talking about the Bowen Designs Captain America action statue. Um, I've, I've done a Bowen action statue before, which was the fantastic spinning hammer Thor statue, uh, and I, I really could not pass this one up. Uh, I have... Really? I know. Can, can you get a cream for that? Well, <laughs> not so far. It's been very frustrating. Okay, go. Great. I'm ready to go. Hurry up. Hurry up. Three. We're all here because we collect, so feeding the addiction. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, now whose fault was that one? Me, totally. Mm. But you, yeah, you were mm. funny. Uh-huh. This doesn't happen very often. I have to treasure it. Uh-huh. Thanks for that. Uh-huh.
um, I'll just pick up from there. I know what I'm going to say. Um, five, four, Make three. us start over. Pardon? You'd make us start over. No, I wouldn't. Not if you said, I, I know what to say. Like, I Anyway, shut up. Um, He's not saying you're a tyrant. Humph. <laughs> Separate you guys. Oh. <laughs> Al, are we, are we mind controlled now? No. Is that why I'm licking... Is that, is that why I'm licking my armpit? Why you to the rescue? Wait, I've used that one. Uh, Johnny, you happy to do red card? Yeah, I don't care. Cool. No, wait, but let's could, do it. Okay, come on. Wait, ready? wait. Are you are you are you okay? We ready? I'm great. I'm awesome. Now, hurry up, go. Go. Okay, hang on. Right I, I gotta blow it up. Okay, hang on. Hang on. Fine. Okay. We're, we're good. You're gonna, you're gonna blow. What? Three, oh. seven, four, eight. 